Welcome to Two Bookworms. Oh, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> oh, I was trying not to sneeze. Are you? <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> it was about to come out and then whoop, stopped. Did it go away? Yeah. What's the uh, old, old wives tale? Look like at a light. Or yeah, look at a light. <laughs> looking at it, but nothing. No. You're like, oh, oh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to Two Bookworms. <laughs> One podcast. The book club podcast where we try not to sneeze for you guys. I'm Cameron. <laughs> and I'm Lacey. And welcome to January of 2022. <laughs> yes. That was funny. Have you been sneezing a lot? Yeah. Yeah, that's. I went to the nail shop today and uh to get a pedicure and the um there was this lady in there not fucking wearing a mask and she was just like hacking up along and we were all looking at her and she was like, I don't have it. <laughs> we're like, wear a mask, bitch. Really? She's like, I have workers in my house and it's just really dusty. I'm like, Well, you ain't at home. It ain't dusty up here. I mean, it's not like it's hard to wear a mask. Either wear a mask or get the shot. That's it. That's all. That's it. Gosh, people, I swear. Anyway. Like, what happened to humanity working as a whole? That, that ended a long time ago. Yeah, no, that's true. people started being demons. Uh, well, I guess we'll start with, start with our suck and sweet. <laughs> What's your suck for the week? Okay, so Friday. <laughs> I get a call from the principal. Oh no! My child <laughs> has said that he was going to bring a pocket knife to school. I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh, oh, oh no, no, no! And then, like, when he was called down to the office to talk to the principal about it, he made this ridiculous lie. Like, he freaked out and lied. What like, did he say? The principal was like, well, "Why? Why did you say this?" And he's like, "He's like, oh." It's an army. It's an army pocket knife, and my dad and it was my dad's, and he died a week ago. I was like, "Yeah, <gasps> no." <laughs> he did not. He did not yes. say that. Yes. What a little Gemini. Yes. Oh, okay. Why was he going? Why was he saying he was going to take a knife to school in the? I don't know. See that like part? Is unclear. I don't know. That part's unclear to me because like nobody will give me a straight answer. Or and, like, being bullied and the school's trying to cover it up. I don't know. I don't know. And Aiden won't tell you. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I should believe him because, like, right. right. I'll what ask does he him say? something and, like, he tries to, like, avoid it or something or, you know, say something else. And I'm like, no, no, no. That's not why. And it's like he never really gives me a straight reason why. So I just can't really trust What did him. he say why? <laughs> like, he said it's because other kids were being mean to him. I was like, well, what are they being mean to you about? And he's like, they say my clothes are ugly. I was like, well, they're probably ugly. And I was like, that's no reason right? to say, like, what did, what did you mean when you said you were going to bring the knife to school? And he's like, right. I don't know, I just said it. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, knowing him, he probably did just say it, but it's like, you can't, you can't, you just say can't that. do that. Yeah. Right. So explain that to him. He's yeah, he's just gonna have to learn that lesson. I remember someone that we went to school with uh got in trouble for taking a knife because he was being bullied by one particular person. 
uh, and he was like, he was like, I was young and stupid and like, didn't know what else to do. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe you just need to tell Aiden like, Hey, there are we other. We talked about it. Yeah. We talked about you. it. Mm-hmm. Do I need to go kick some, some ass? I don't, I don't know. See, I People don't know. need to teach their kids not to be assholes. I, I swear. Know. But I mean, a lot of people are assholes, so that's true. And another good lesson for Aiden is it doesn't stop when you leave school. There will no, always be those kinds him. of people. That's what I told him. And like I reminded him this morning, I was like, I was like, you will you? I was like, you don't say stuff like that on your field trip or anything like that today. He's like, okay. I was like, if somebody tells you you're ugly, I said, you tell them your mama's ugly. <laughs> right. Just hit him back with the words, man. Hit him back. You know, honestly, I'm surprised he didn't get suspended. Me too. Me too. I was really worried about that. But I mean, he didn't actually have anything on him or anything like that. Yeah. And yeah, right. It's just his word against theirs. And yeah. And when I made that comment this morning about telling him, you know, your mom's ugly. He's like, well, <laughs> it was a mom that told on me. So this lets me know that it was more than one day. Like mm. that this was over the course of, because I didn't yeah. hear about it until Friday morning. And yeah. So I would it definitely find out context because some of these kids are little dramatics too. Right. Right. I would find out who the kids are bothering him and I would call their parents and I would tell the school, Either y'all take care of it or you give me their phone number and I will take care of it. You let me know. Because it shouldn't have to come down to this. No. Like a kid well, And this is like the first I'm hearing of it. So why am I just now hearing of it? Right. Because it's clearly been going on a while. <sighs> Dude, I do not envy being a parent. <laughs> at it all. It sucks. Because I like on one hand, like he like he's grounded. <laughs> Like, he is grounded because he's been told, like, you don't, you don't threaten people with weapons. That's not the way about things. You don't even tell people that there are weapons in this house. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah, kids. But on the other hand, like, if he is getting picked on, I don't want to ground him, but I have to. Right. Listen, kids are bad. My nephew told my dad that he was going to shoot him. And I'm like, bro. Because he, like, wouldn't let him watch TV or some shit. I was like, oh, my God. Girl, I, I read one of his text messages to one of his friends that one of the neighborhood girls said the N-word on the bus. I was like, ooh. Oh, my God. It's like, these kids are so bad. The kids are, hor- the kids are horrible. It Don't even get me started. Yeah, and what goes on on the bus? Oh, my God. The things that go on on the bus. Like, if you yeah. have children and your child rides the bus, you need to know that they are being exposed to all kinds of horrible things. Like, like that's how I, my kids, yeah, that's how my kid found out that Santa Claus wasn't real. Somebody said it on the bus. And this was, like, when he was young. I was like, damn it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I used to, like, I remember when my mom got a different job and I was going to have to ride the bus. And I was, like, crying. And she was like, what? I was like, mom, you don't understand what the bus is like. <laughs> It's horrible. It's horrible. It is the jungle, Mom. It, yes, it really is. It's like it's like the Hunger Games. <laughs> mm. Well, I hope that that situation gets a little better for you. Maybe it sounds it like you're doing the right things. I mean, who Hopefully. knows? Hopefully. Who yeah. knows? What is well, your suck? Um, it's really stupid compared to <laughs> No, um, never. So I went to Bucky's the other day because I was at my dad's house because I only go like when I'm with my at my parents or something because it's like closer to their house. Mm-hmm. 
and lacy. They were out of cherry sours. The entire wall was empty. Oh, no. So the supply chain shortage has hit Bucky's. Oh. And it's not looking good. And I tried to, they had the variety packs with all the different colors. Oh, no. Red. But they're not even cherry. They're nasty. I'm making Steve eat them because they're so nasty. <laughs> so no cherry sours. That was a really, really hard day. And I've been to the movies a few times since then. And I don't have any cherry sours to take with me. And my favorite movie theater is out of the fried pickles. And I'm just like. <sighs> it's been hit everywhere. It. Yeah. Like I there was a couple days I tried to order chicken. I couldn't get chicken. I've heard. Yeah. I've heard there's a chicken shortage too. Ugh. What's your sleep for the week? Let's move on to something positive. Uh, I taught a couple training classes for my first time this past week. Oh, that's exciting with your new promotion. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I thought it went well. It's good. You like doing that um, over like what you used to do? I mean, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest, not really. <laughs> we don't like interacting with all the people, but... <laughs> But at least you can train people. Like, yeah. It's good when you have someone that does the job train new people because then they're getting taught, like, the right way versus when you have people that, like, don't do the job and you're like, why are you teaching this? Yes. <laughs> I've definitely been in those situations. Um, yeah, it was hard to come up with a sleep. <laughs> um, I've been really – Yeah, I was slacking on reading because um, – I can't stop watching this one particular show on Netflix that I've become obsessed with. What is it? It's Daredevil. Um, which is all, it's been on it for a while and I never yeah. watched it and Steve kept telling me to watch it and I was like, you don't know anything. Um, well, there's kind of a spoiler for Spider-Man. Do you care if I talk about it? No. Okay. If you, it's a spoiler alert. So fast forward if you don't want to know. So I'm going to try to explain this because I know you're not into Marvel. So I'm going to explain it, right? So the show Daredevil, this was before Disney Plus had a streaming service, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Netflix worked with Marvel to bring yep. Daredevil to Netflix. They also had a few other series like Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, yeah. uh-huh. The Iron Fist. They were basically trying to do like a street level Avengers. So right. they're not fighting like aliens. They're fighting like mob and crime yeah. yes exactly so oh that was my chair just to be clear that was me moving my chair i don't know if you heard that but steve gave me a horrible look you did yeah <laughs> she heard it. okay so um daredevil was on for three seasons i think the only other shows were like one or two seasons like they weren't a lot and then netflix canceled them all because like it's just coming out now that Netflix and Marvel didn't work the best together. Um, Marvel wanted so many episodes per season and Netflix is like, Hey, these are kind of expensive to make. Like we can only do 10 and we're already doing 13. And Marvel's like, no, we want more. We want more. And they're like, no. So Netflix is like, fuck this. We don't want to work with you guys anymore. <laughs> um, which sucks because Daredevil is probably, it was the, pretty decent. Yeah. The best. Have you watched it? I had started it. I had watched like halfway of season one and then. That's oh, you gotta keep watching. Oh, it's good, right? Yeah, I like it's the character. Brady, the, or the it's actor. Star- yes, I like mm-hmm. it. So the actor is from Stardust, like that movie we used to watch over and over and over and over. Yeah. 
Love Tristan Thorne. Oh my God. Stardust is one of my favorite movies. Um, so it's a great show. It's gritty. It has amazing fight scenes. It's kind of like everything that Marvel didn't have going on, like with the Avengers, because everything's like so funny and, you know, uh, what's that word they use? Clucky, Steve? Clucky. When Tony Stark's like, don't, don't call us plucky. We don't know what it means. It's very plucky, right? But Daredevil's very dark and gritty, and yeah. I really like it. It's so freaking good. Yeah. Um. So that ended because they severed their relationship, right? So in Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man, when they bring back all of the Spider-Mans, you've heard about this. Yeah. It's all over the internet. So they brought back Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. this one Spider-Man brilliantly. Um, so they bring back Daredevil and it's Tristan Thorne as Daredevil in the Spider-Man movie. Ooh. And yes, I had no idea it was going to happen. The first time Steve and I saw it and he comes on screen, we were like, cause he comes on as a lawyer. Basically Peter Parker has been outed as Spider-Man and you know, they're going after him for like killing a villain in a previous Spider-Man movie and, and all the damages legal, and stuff like that. and all the damages from being a vigilante and he needs like legal counsel. So it's daredevil. That's his lawyer. <laughs> so we were like, Oh my God. So then it was confirmed that they're bringing that dude back as daredevil. So then I was like, okay, well I got to watch the show. And now I'm obsessed with the show and I literally can't do anything else in my life. I'm so glad they stick to like the same actors. Yes. Because it was because, so good. Yeah. You get attached. And they recognize that. Yeah. And they're like, we're going to do it. I'm like, fuck yeah. That's why Marvel's the best. And I convinced William to watch Daredevil and he started it yesterday. So I'm like anxiously awaiting his, his feedback. I can't believe you watched it, Lacey. Like, I'm so excited that you watched it. Yes. You got to finish I, it. I like some of the superheroes. Like I've watched Iron Fist too. I like Iron Oh, Fist. you did? Is Iron yeah. Fist? It's good. It's all right. It's all right. Did you watch Defenders? That's the one with uh, all of them. No. Okay. So finish watching Daredevil, and then you're going to get into sec- uh, season two, and it's going to have the Punisher. And the Punisher is played by Shane from The Walking Dead, and he is brilliant. Oh, yeah. That's why he left The Walking Dead. Oh, it is? He left I'm The Walking Dead? I'm pretty sure. Maybe not. Because The Walking Dead was sucking anyways. This was like seasons ago, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Steve said his character in The Walking Dead dies in the comics anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah, The Walking Dead hasn't been good since the governor died. Let's be honest. <laughs> Personal opinion. But yeah, um, so I'm obsessed with Daredevil. Other sweets. I went and saw Spider-Man again last night. <laughs> <laughs> we had some free, uh, Cinemark passes and we were like, let's go see Spider-Man again. And Steve was like, I didn't like it as much the second time and I was like dude I fucking loved it just as much it was cool because there were some people in there who you could tell it was their first time because like when Daredevil came on and they were like oh my god or like when the first Spider-Man comes out and they're all together they were like <gasps> it was really yeah it was really cool to experience it like through their eyes seeing it for the first time like know what's coming and then see yes. the reactions yeah yes to know what's coming and then feel it because like yeah, I remember how I felt, but like, I guess I was so wrapped up in how I felt. I kind of like missed some things and then mm-hmm. it was cool. It was a cool experience. So that's my suite. Um, before we get started, a few housekeeping things. Um, 
the book by Frederick Bachman, A Man Called Uva. It, there's already a movie of it with an American actor, I'm pretty sure. But they're making another version of it. I guess this version wasn't like marketed for American audiences, but they're making a new one and Tom Hanks is going to be in it. Oh. So that's exciting. I mean, Tom Hanks is so great, right? Like, Tom Hanks, yeah. And it's a great book, so I'm sure it'll be a fantastic movie. Um, we have a Walmart update. Someone sent in their Walmart substitution. <laughs> so if you missed a few episodes, uh, we've had this saga with Walmart grocery ordering and the things that they substitute. And it started with what? My bag of onions and they gave me a bag of apples. Yeah. Um, my friend ordered a COVID test and they gave her a loaf of bread. <laughs> Uh, oh, and then the post that I saw was the cereal, and they gave her Parmesan cheese. <laughs> so this one that they sent in, they sent in a screenshot. And it's like, you know, the su- we're working on your order. See something you don't want? Just let us know. Here's your substituted item. So she ordered keto pint peanut butter cup ice cream bars for $5.47. And they substituted. Are you ready? I'm ready. One bulb of garlic for five dollars and forty seven cents. What? <laughs> First off, garlic doesn't even cost that much. Exactly. Especially like, one clove. It's like seventy cents. Yeah. Like my garlic costs that much, but I buy it like a big container of like pre peeled garlic. Like what the what is this? So she ordered ice cream and got a bowl of garlic. Not only that, but she got ripped off for $5. Yeah. Ooh, That's oh my a god. Major rip off cuz yeah. even specialty <laughs> garlic would not cost that much. <laughs> even like a field of garlic would not cost. That much. Dude, when I opened this email, I was like, <laughs> that is insane. <laughs> Oh my god, garlic for ice cream. That's hilarious. Like who does this? Who makes Yeah, these who makes these decisions? Because it's, you know that when you walk around, you know there's people picking them. If you work for Walmart and you do this job, we want to talk to you. We will devote an entire episode and we'll let you talk about whatever you want to talk about, but I just need to know. I need to know how and why you make these decisions. I don't understand. Like if I'm if I'm yeah, that person and I'm doing that job and I see keto ice cream bars and I'm like oh shit we're out of them I gotta find something to substitute I'm gonna look for something else in the freezer. Why wouldn't you put another ice cream bar in? Exactly, since yeah. that's where I'm already currently standing. Like even if it's like, not, you know, a maybe the shoppers don't get to pick. Maybe it like pre-generates an option <laughs> for them. Like, you know, maybe they just have to follow the list. That algorithm, they got to do something about mm-hmm. that. Because if, it's, if that's the case, it's broken. But if it's literally a person in the freezer department going, shit, we're out. Let me go walk up to the produce and grab a bowl. <laughs> I need to know. I need to talk to this person. I want to have a conversation with this person. Garlic, <laughs> 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 love it. Um. I want to go back to the last episode real quick because I forgot I had something written down and I forgot to mention it. We read A History of Wild Places. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important to talk about how I don't 
I mean, I love the book, but I don't see how that book could ever be made into a TV show or movie. No. Because of the big twist, because they're the same characters who don't remember who they are. But as a viewer, you're going to see the same actor for like, you're going to know. So I don't see unless they use different actors, which would be even more confusing at the end when they reveal the twist. Yeah, you wouldn't understand it unless you did like maybe a younger and older version. So you could have two actors, two different actors that way. Yeah. Like they're like in their early teens and then maybe in their mid thirties or something. Yeah. I just, I, yeah, I don't see how they could do it. It's a great book though. It's just those things that I don't think would translate very well. Anyway. So this week we had our listeners episode and Jess picked our book for us. It's King of Battle and Blood by Scarlett St. Clair. Jess Mm -hmm. is at Goodreads and stuff. So Jess, thank you for picking our book. I have her review. Thank you. I'm going to read it at the end after we talk about all our questions. Um, <clears throat> do you want to give them a quick synopsis? So there has been a curse long ago. It turned immortals into vampires and created other monsters. So this king of vampires conquering all the lands comes across this young princess named Isolde. And decides that he wants to marry her and yep. pretty much takes her and we go from there. Yep. And she is um in line to be the queen of her own land. So, and she's very close with her father. Her dad's like, Are her father's the king. But, oh, but, um. She like marries him for a reason because he says like, if if your daughter marries me, like I'll spare your people and I won't. Like, come yeah. and kill everyone. So, take over. her father, King Henry, is surrendering to King Adrian. Yes. The king yes. of vampires. Yes. And he says, okay, I'll accept your surrender, <clears throat> but you must admit, let me marry your daughter. Yep. And I would also like to go ahead and take the time to read this post by um, Scarlett St. Clair. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Um, so she just made like a post about the book, like advertising the book. And um, I, I mentioned it because when you said Isold, Isold, how did you know how to pronounce her name? Because um, of, um, oh, what's that movie? Isold and who? Uh, it's like a, it's, it's an old love story. Tristan and Isold. Okay. Okay. Um. So I was just like pronouncing it like that because like that's the way it's spelled. Yeah. Um, but I noticed so someone commented on her post and they said, I hope you don't take offense by this question because I don't mean it to sound rude. I'm genuinely, genuinely curious. I was just wondering why you pronounce Isold as Isold, I-Z-O-L-D instead of Isolda, I-Z-O-L-D-A, which is the quote, this they put this quote proper pronunciation i absolutely love your books and you're my favorite author i can't wait for more books to come out i feel like i'm going through withdrawals and scarlet commented back because i don't like it (laughs) (laughs) savage i love it i like how that person tried to soften the blow by putting like you're my favorite author but like why why are you not saying this properly and scarlet's like because i don't like it 
Because I can make any name for any character I want. Yeah. She didn't put the bitch, to be clear. I added the bitch, but I could tell from Scarlet's tone. The tone. Mm-hmm. That she wanted to say bitch. <laughs> there was <laughs> another post, uh, another podcast read this book. I cannot remember the name of the podcast. I'm so sorry. Oh, uh, let me look it up because I think, uh, we reposted one of their picks and they're like one of our friends now. Um, it was, I think they do wine and, and books. I think that's their, yes, booze and books dot podcast. Um, so they were talking about it and they were like, you know, they're talking about their episode, da, da, da. And then they talk about, I think they took it out of this Instagram post, how, oh yeah, it's still here. So they're talking, like they do the review and they're like, after reading this book, not sure we classify it as teen fantasy, but it's definitely a book we'd recommend to anyone that loves fantasy. And then Scarlett commented, oh my God, no, it's not young adult at all. So I guess they like got the genre mixed up and they thought it was young adult because they, they, this book is not young adult. It was never marketed as no, young. not at all. No, the most mm-hmm. explicit sex I have ever read. Just like Akatar, yeah, we know. <laughs> it was. It's worse than Akatar. Yeah, it is way more explicit than Akatar. So I think it's funny that they thought it was young adult. <laughs> okay, <laughs> first question: What? What's your favorite part of the book? (sighs) (laughs) That's a hard one. Oh, okay. Like too many good things to choose from. Uh, Sort of. I mean, King Adrian was, I guess, definitely by far my favorite part of the book. Oh, you were stealing (laughs) King Adrian, huh? So stoic, so secretive. So who do you picture him as? I don't know. Like if you had to cast him in a movie, who would you pick? We haven't played this game in a very long time. I know, we haven't. This is hard. Okay, because he's kind of like Eric from True Blood, but not really. That's not not exactly. Mm -hmm. It needs to be stronger. He needs to be stronger. Like a... No, no, no. Come on. <laughs> Have you seen Henry Cavill in the white wig for The Witcher? Hello? Yeah, but people know him as The Witcher. He could be a witcher. He could be a vampire. Well, I don't care. Henry is very, is a very good actor, but he, I mean, he could play a lot of people, <laughs> but he cannot play everybody. <laughs> <laughs> he does in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> No, I feel like not really. That type, though. Like the big shoulder, like that's what Adrian would look like. The big shoulders, big yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like body, yeah. big brick wall, big tall. Yes. Yes. yes, like I feel like that would be his stature. Definitely, um, definitely, he's a force to be reckoned with. Yes, he is. He is. Um, my favorite part of the book was Soren. Yeah. Yeah. I love this. I love how Scarlet writes side characters and uh-huh. this book is no exception. All the side characters really shine. Uh-huh. And Soren is like one of the, what do you call him? There's like, he's part the, of, he's part of like the inner army, inner circle. Army. Yes. The inner circle for King Adrian. 
that's a perfect way to describe it. And he's so funny. Like when they go to pit, when they are taking her back to their kingdom. So there's a lot of symbolism in this book, right? Isold mm-hmm. is coming from a mortal kingdom. They've heard these horrible stories about the vampires, which of course are not true. These are things that people talk about things that they don't understand. Um, so she's like very wary as they're traveling back. And um, she basically hates King Adrian yes. because I mean, they, they've been told a complete opposite history that, you know, mm-hmm. they, they, cause the monsters, the vampires cause the monsters to be here and you know every time they spill blood a new monster rises mm-hmm. and all these other things just and they're just like savage and they're yeah blood they take what they want yep and that it's really not the case and adrian was the first vampire it was a curse and he any other vampire has like basically come of him and he doesn't like people there are humans living in his kingdom and like is old. No one knows this until is old gets there. And she's like, Holy shit. There's like humans living here. There's like humans in his army. She goes to their camp and they're like cooking food for them. And she's like, what the hell? This is really different. And Soren, what made me laugh so hard was, uh, he starts eating some, food. he's a vampire and he's eating food. And she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, Oh, I just like, like it. And she's like, but I thought you couldn't eat food. He's like, yeah. And then his friends are like, he'll throw it up later. And he's just like, yeah, <laughs> I just like to try it. <laughs> what a dipshit. <laughs> so funny. He's so funny. And then you find out he's the partner of basically King Adrian's right hand, Derek. Like, I guess he's like the commander yeah. of the, yeah, he's the commander. general. Yeah, the commander. commander. So that's his partner. And mm-hmm. they're complete opposites. Derek is like stoic and really, yeah. you know, strong, silent type. And Soren's a goober, a goober. And a shapeshifter. And a, you find out later he's a shapeshifter, which is so badass. And so, like, each vampire has, like, different... They all have kind of, like, different gifts. Like, Adrian can read minds. Soren can shapeshift. Can heal. Adrian can heal, too. Adrian can heal. Yep, that's right. If he, like, licks you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I bet that I bet that heals also. <laughs> uh, um, but we don't. So this is going to be like a three parter. Um, so I'm sure we'll get more people's like backstories and gifts because it doesn't yeah. go too deep into it. But. No, it doesn't. Next question. These are a mix of Oprah's book club questions and a mix of our own. What was your least favorite part of the book? So that is the least favorite part of my book is that I didn't develop really like close relationships mm-hmm. with the characters in the book like I, I did in Scarlet's mm-hmm. first book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um there I get yes, you're right about that. Um the book kind of starts off right in the middle of some action. Like yeah. right in the middle of Adrian's army coming into Isolde's kingdom and it's mm-hmm. just like you're dropped in the middle of it. So you're kind of like, what the fuck is going on? Um, it's not hard. It's just, no, I don't, not at all. Um, and it's not even really that confusing. It's just, I felt like we didn't have a development with the main character at all. Yes. Yes. That's the perfect way to word it. I agree. Um, you're just like thrown into this and you're like, whoa, Okay, some shit's already happening. And 
King Adrian is, he rules with an iron fist. You do not cross him or he will kill you in front of everyone. He's very the opposite of Hades, which I understand. They are two different books. Yes, I get that. They are two different people. You would expect Hades to be like that, though. Yeah. Yeah. Hades is a big softy. King Adrian will fuck you up. And she is just as menacing. Like, Mm -hmm. someone grabbed her and she, like, stabbed them in the neck with a knife. And I'm like, these two, they're a match made together because they are just alike i'm like damn you can't just be killing everybody in your kingdom shit you gotta come again when you can make more i guess uh yeah i guess so um i would say so that so i didn't like how it just kind of dropped me off in the middle of stuff i feel like there's also many parts that were way too drawn out like yeah the the trek back to the kingdom was yeah long but it's setting up a series, so keep that in mind. It's not a standalone book. You know, if it was a standalone book, I'm sure it would it would be different. Right. There are more pages to come. Um, was it a fast or slow read and why? I mean, it was pretty fast. I love the way Scarlet St. Clair writes. Me too. Flows. Like she makes everything, yeah, everything flows. The vocabulary's great pickle yep. <laughs> and she like came up with some I tried to google so some of the like monsters names mm-hmm. I was trying to see if they were like from Actual. yeah so like this one oh, gosh. the Trisga yes it's from Slavic mythology and it's a female demon so it kind of sounds like in the book, it's kind of like a zombie. That's fast. Um, they're humans that have died from the blood plague and risen from the dead. And boy, they're fast as fuck. Yep. They will get you. They will hunt you down. They are not slow zombies. So it's like a mix it's like a vampire zombie. And exactly, exactly. And there's a, there's a few different creatures like that. Um, there were witches. You find out yeah. the witches were burned. Um, that's a whole thing. Let me see what our next question is. Oh, was it fast or slow read? So yeah, yeah, you're right. It is fast. Um, I had like 200 pages to read today. Yeah, me too. Me too. And I, I went through them. I got the, I mean, it was Same. a fast read. I was just Same. fascinating. I can't stop watching Daredevil. <laughs> I'm just busy. I'm just busy. Um, which event scene or character has stuck with you the most? Fucking Commander Killigan. Like, I knew, Blake I knew you could not take up. a hint. Wait, Kill, Killian. Killian, sorry. Not Killian. Where am I getting that? <laughs> Commander <laughs> Killian. Like, he, boy, really, boy, could not take a hint. Yeah, he, um, so he is the commander of her father's army. And at the beginning of the book, she's that you're dropped into an argument between them. And they be fucking, they're fuck yeah. buddy. And you find yeah. out her dad had promised her to him. Without her knowing. And she didn't even really care. She's like, the sex no. is whack. Like, you're boring. I don't really care about you. She's like, I just have you warm in my bed. Exactly. Like, you and then, know what this was. Exactly. And then she runs into Adrian in the woods. And like every human woman before her that meets a vampire, she becomes instantly aroused. Like, girl, that's a red flag. But no, I'm aroused. 
Um, so that's how she knows Killian ain't shit. Because she takes one look at Adrian and she's like, the faucets are dripping if you can pick yeah. up what I'm putting down. <laughs> <laughs> um, Your analogies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she, like, page 100, the steam, the steam coming off these pages, the way this woman, like, gets aroused, the way she describes her arousal, I'm just like, yeah. I think it I was hot. Her, yeah, I messaged Jess who picked the book and I was like, if I get pregnant from this book, you are going to have to raise this child. This <laughs> Adrian child, because I'm not about to do it. No, thank you. Like, and that was the thing, like, even though, like, I didn't get a chance to, like, fall in love with Isolde and Adrian's, like, love for each other or anything. Like, I love it. I love Adrian, yeah. but I never connected with Isolde, like, even even though that's going on, like these mm-hmm. scenes are hot. <laughs> yes, and they are enemies uh-huh. to lovers, so it's like hate fit. In fact, at one point, she starts to feel like they're making love, and she makes him stop and leave, and she doesn't see mm-hmm. him for like four days. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah. Um, event scene or character that stuck with me the most? Oh, mm. Scarlet, I got a bone to pick with you, girl. Page 134. Why did you have to let that horse die? Right? Why did you do this to me? That was completely unnecessary. And that horse did not have to die. That was some bullshit. It was. <laughs> like, you could have just gotten slightly injured or something, yeah. you know? Or Adrian could have healed him. He well, could have we don't know that his gift extends him. to non-humans, though. Well, did he try, Lacey? Did he even try to lick him? No, that's well. I mean, he I, may have already known that he can't heal him, so he didn't try. I don't he, know. He, he licked another animal. <laughs> <laughs> so they're they're in the middle of their journey back to Rebecca. Is that how you say it? I I, I read it Rebecca. Okay, that's Adrian's kingdom, and they're on their way back with their new queen, and they are ambushed, and she. They wanted her to ride in the carriage, and she's like, no, no, no. Everyone attacks the carriage. And she was right, so she was on a horse, but then they shoot her horse with an arrow, and it goes down. I will say Scarlet doesn't, like, go into detail about, like, what happened. Right. It's clear because she has to ride the rest of the way on Adrian's horse with him, mm-hmm. like, feeling his dick on her back the whole way. Right. <laughs> Steve's face. <laughs> <laughs> Horses weren't the only riding, Steve, okay? He said horses weren't the only riding, okay? He said, this is not hot. I would also like to point out that if he's dressed in, like, warrior gear, like leathers and armor, you probably can't feel his yeah, you would, on your back. I wouldn't think so either, because it was, I mean, you have to think, like, back in our, like, medieval times, like, that shit was thick. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you didn't have, like, industrial manufacturing. Yes. But you could also, maybe because he's a vampire, he doesn't wear as much. Like, he's a little oh, stronger why? than most, you know? Oh, I get what you're saying. But I you would think the dick area would be yeah. covered, because, I mean, you know how, like, sensitive it is. Like, they get kicked right. and shit. So, you, like, you would think he's got, like, some kind of armor going on. I don't know. Scarlet, we need an answer on that. Um, Next question. Where did I leave off? Would you want to read another book by this author? 
<laughs> obviously. Yeah, this is like the fourth of his book. I've We're fourth and clear, okay. <laughs> Did reading the book impact your mood in any way? How and where? I mean, we know what it impacted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It is hot. Um, there's some good scenes, definitely. Uh, what surprised you most about the book? Oh, so much betrayal. Okay, so mm, Cameron mm. didn't say that during this attack on Isold when they're traveling to Adrian's kingdom is that mm-hmm. that attack was her own people. And they like, are well aware that she has married him to save them. They have made it yeah. known in the kingdom. This is Princess Isold's sacrifice to protect us. And they yep. fucking attack her. Yep. Not just attack the convoy. They at- they come after they attack her, her with swords and yeah. arrows, personally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what the fuck? Yeah, that was pretty fucked up. And, um, like, towards the end, okay, so, like, we're going along, like, you can tell people don't like her, she doesn't like certain people, but, like, there's a lot of, you know, coups trying to go on between mm-hmm. kingdoms and everything. And there usually is. In right. I mean... And eventually at this banquet, like, somebody tries to poison her as well. Mm-hmm. And then, like... And we still don't know who did it. No. No, that... Okay, yeah, that's one of my bone picks. Adrian, like, lost <laughs> them in the banquet hall for three days yeah. while she's yeah. recovering from being poisoned. Yeah. And we still don't know who the that's, fuck did that's, it. Yeah, that's one of my bone picks. Okay. But, like, you get towards the end of the book and you find out... <laughs> spoiler alert... <laughs> That her father <laughs> mm-hmm. betrays her as well. Like her father mm-hmm. tries to kill her at the end of this book, and we'll like we'll get to why. But yeah, yeah. so to make like a whole long, like a four hundred page story short. Okay, what surprised me? Okay, let me just answer my question first. What surprised me most about the book? Um, I would say that her dad did try to kill her. Yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into the why. Yeah. Next question. How does the book's title work? Wait, I skipped one. How did your opinion of the book change when you reached the ending? We still have lots of unanswered things. But it's a series. Yes. So I'm sure you're going to get those answers in a future yeah. book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so it mm-hmm. sounds like you were left feeling kind of like um, unsuf- un- not satisfied. Unfulfilled, yeah. Unfulfilled, okay. Yeah. But it is, like you said, it is a series. It is a series. I, I was, the big twist was not such a big twist for me. No, no, it you could see it coming from evident. miles away. Yes. Yeah. So, make a 400 page story short. Isold reincarnated. She is reincarnated. She was one of the original 12 witches like the powerful witches that were killed who was in love with adrian when he was a human mm-hmm. and she keeps having these like memory flashbacks or these dreams but it's clear they're flashbacks she keeps having these moments in the palace where like, she sees a scene play out and it's like but it's this yes Fina. she was one of the witches and come to find out she was she was killed for being a witch because one of their coven members turned on them who is the villain of this book what's her name ravina Ravina, yeah, bitch. And um, when a when so Adrian has to watch her die, and he goes to one of the gods, and he's like, "Please," he's begging her. He's like, "I want to 
because all of the all of the kingdoms wanted to burn the witches, right? And this is why the history is so distorted because they're covering up their genocide of the witch race, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, "I want to drink the blood of my enemies." So I feel like have you seen that movie um, where Elizabeth Hurley's the devil and Brennan Fraser, yes. and yes. she like takes everything he says literally. I yep. feel like that's what this god did to Adrian because he's like, "I want to drink the blood of my enemies," and she's like, "Okay, I'm gonna make she's you like say no more, use a vampire." Yes, <laughs> bedazzled. So she makes him a vampire, and then. He turns some people, so he has vampires, and he's, um, I don't think part of the bargain was bringing her back, though. I think that's just, like, a byproduct. Like, it's just a a coincidence. I think it's part of her powers, because it never really says what her powers were in the covenant. Mm -hmm. Explains everybody else's, but never Mm -hmm. insults. And she, as, when she was Yasina... She had a prophecy that her and Adrian's love was going to tear the world apart. Mm-hmm. And I think she told the king that had her killed. And that's why he had her killed or something. Because Adrian was Adrian takes his kingdom. Adrian kills him and takes his kingdom. Um, so, yeah, you find out she's reincarnated. And she won't know this until he drinks from her. But the God tells Adrian it has to, she has to be willing. She has to love you. It's a curse. It's a curse. On it's him. a curse. So that's why he has to go through. And so like when he first sees her that first time in the woods in her kingdom, when he's coming to like attack, he knows it's her and he knows the whole time that it's her. And he, she, he's like, I'm going to, I want to marry you right now. And she's like, why the fuck is this vampire like show up here? See me and one she's like, time. Me. And he's like telling my daddy wants to marry me. Like, that's stupid. And then she, like, finds the diary of Yesina, and she sees that Yesina was Adrian's lover. And then she gets a little jealous, which was a little annoying to hear her whine. Well, when is he going to have sex with me when he's clearly in love with someone else? Like, like, how is it we could tell this plot 500 miles away, but you can't? Right. And I'm like, bitch, because it is you. That was frustrating. Um... So, yes, that was what surprised me was that it or that's how my opinion of the book changed when I reached the ending, because it wasn't like a big revelation. No, it wasn't. You could see it. And another part of the curse is after he drinks from her, if, if she one dies, dies, he dies. Yeah. And that and vice is versa. only weakness. And so when she became queen of Rebecca, her dad and her all of her, like Killian says it, her lady in waiting says it, her dad, he's there like, Listen, you're going to be the closest person to him. You need to kill him for your people. And she actually tries like the first time they have sex mm-hmm, and just like mm-hmm. pulls the knife out and sucks her. So like nothing's getting to him. And she finds out that she is his weakness now that he has drank from her. And she tells her dad and her dad later after her coronation tries to kill her. And he's like, this is your sacrifice. Like, this is what you were sent here to do. I have to kill you so I can kill him. We have to do this. And she, her heart is just shattered because her dad was like her world. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish my dad would come at me with a knife. Son. Mm. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. My dad knows what's up. <laughs> um, I don't want to smoke. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, dad, you don't want this smoke. How does the book title work in relation to the book's contents? It works. Yep. 
Um, so the next book is going to be called, I just looked this up because the King of Battle and Blood, I mean, that's clearly Adrian. Mm-hmm. The next one is going to be Queen of Myth and Monsters. Okay. So that's obviously the gold. Yeah. So I'm thinking that's her. Is this book overrated or underrated? What's good? 3.9. It's about on par. I would say yes. I would say that is appropriately rated. Um, does it remind you of any other books? I mean, sort of, yeah, yeah. The vampire thing? That's not original, right? I feel no. like the story is pretty original. I do. Like, there's parts of it that's original. I mean, mind reading vampires, it's not new. Right. You know, all the kingdoms and overthrown right. and everything and coups, it's not the new either. Thing. But. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's kind of new. Mm-hmm. And the him saying, I want to drink the blood of my enemies, and Elizabeth Hurley saying, okay. <laughs> I think that's pretty original. The, I've never seen a vampire story. And that witches. I like, I like the fact that they have witches mm-hmm. in, you know. I've, it's been a while. It's been a while mm-hmm. since we've had witches and vampires. And who knows what else. Is so back house vibes. Right. <laughs> uh, how did it impact you? I mean, Sounds like it made you horny. <laughs> I mean, if it didn't, you didn't read the same book. Right. It sounds like <laughs> you would like to meet King Adrian in the forest one day. <laughs> I mean, King Adrian could have me as his wife. Oh, <laughs> okay, this is, this is the question you're waiting for. Any lingering questions or plot holes? Yeah, the whole who poisoned her thing, like it was never answered. It, that's It bugged me. It really bugged me because it was a good, like, 20 pages at least. Also, Ravina says, and Adrian even mentioned this earlier before Isold knew she was a reincarnation. He says, Ravina is going to be coming for me. If she's coming for me, that means she's coming for you because you are my weakness. She's like, what do you mean? And he's like, he's like very vague about it. And then after she finds out, you know, if she dies, he dies. So when Ravina and Isolde face off at the end, she says something like, oh, I know that he's had your blood. So now I know if I kill you, it's mm-hmm. killing him. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently Adrian had only told his inner circle that. Yep. And Isolde's like, there's a traitor in them because you only told them and someone told Ravina. So mm-hmm. we don't know who that is. That was not answered. But my question was, she also told her dad, so maybe like her dad told someone, and it got no, out. it was. It, they, you think he, it's the inner circle? She told, yeah, yeah. I really hope it's not Soren. What if like somebody was the lover of Ravina but didn't want to tell like Adrian? That's mm-hmm. how they found out. Pillow talk. She <laughs> 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 was Ravina. I don't know. No, maybe it was all... like a maybe it was like a menage trois. Yeah, these vampires do be getting freaky. Like they're on the dance floor and they're right. like giving each other blowjobs on the dance floor. And yeah. I mean, it's just like it, it's like one big orgy. Like girl, it's like after girl, yeah, it's like after got... dark. It's adult parties. Like yeah, it's very. Um, we got the LGBTQ representation in here. A so lot. It's good nice. job. It's nice. Um, but yeah, they just be fucking everyone. It's like a, they're doing the, um, the burning 
it's to commemorate the burning of the witches, which you would think would be like a very somber event. No, they're out there fucking. Nope, the yep. <laughs> All dancing around naked in the moonlight yeah. next to the fires. Yeah. Her <laughs> They're like sitting there eating dinner with her father and they're like, people are on the dance floor fucking. And he's like, this is filth. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I have to agree with him because this is a coronation. Like there is a time and there is a place. Yeah, yeah. right. You don't, you don't want to watch that. Oh, well, I mean, some people probably watch that while they eat, but I, I would not want to watch that while I eat. <laughs> Yeah, no, me neither, me neither. And the main thing is, I'm like a very um practical person. So my thought is, this is back in the olden days where people don't bathe that often. Yeah, and it smells. <laughs> I cannot. In fact, one is one thing that took me out. Page, let me find it. Uh, page 217. This is a Cameron thing, okay? This is just, this is one of my things. I hate when books talk about pubic hair. It is so cringy to me. And there is a quote where Isolde says, then his eyes fell to the nest of curls at the apex. <laughs> I knew you were on there. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> I just hate, I hate it. I hate when they, why do they talk about pubic hair? Fifty Shades of Grey, a whole fucking chapter was about that bitch's pubic hair. I don't need to know. We don't need to know that. No. It's an unnecessary detail. Totally unnecessary. Um, I also have a note that Adrian is a very brutal ruler, and he's not very likable to me. But you you clearly, that you you didn't like care. You ruthless. No, no. I like the ruthlessness. Um, so let's read Jess's review. So Jess picked this book, and let's see what she had to say. So she starts off with a quote. Are you a dreamer, your majesty? I whispered. A small smile curled his lips. No, he said, his breath caressing my mouth. I'm a conqueror. (laughs) All right. So Jess said, this one was hard for me to rate because although I thought it had some flaws, I could not put it down. So I still recommend the read if you're in the mood for a spicy romanticy. Oh, I like that. Romanticy. Yeah, I do too. I like that. Yeah, that's good. It gets lots of fun characters like vampires, witches, monsters, and shapeshifters. The female lead is strong and unyielding, which I love. The love interest is possessive in a good way, and the setting is gothic, which I thought was neat. The main trope is enemies to lovers, which I'm a big fan of as well. It's definitely heavier on the romance than the plot, though. So I guess that's something to keep in mind when you pick it up. I like the concept of the story and hope we get more in book two. I had a hard time remembering who some of the side characters were as I read, and it does bring on the spice, so be prepared for that. I thought the smut in the beginning was well-delivered, but then it kind of felt like overkill to me as the story progressed, maybe because it started early on. Some of you may think the more the merrier, though. She gave it three and a half stars, and she gave it five flames. <laughs> I guess that's the spicy part. Um, but yeah, I agree. Maybe because they start like having sex so early on, it doesn't have that tension building. You know what I, I mean? Even, I don't even think that. It's like you have their smutty scenes and then you have all these extra smutty scenes that you really don't need. Like all the parties okay, at night, all the scenes fair. she walks into, like when she walks in on the librarian and his oh my bazaar. God. She's and, going know, to get a tour of the library and the librarian's like getting fucked up against the book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, there's a lot of side characters having sex. 
yeah, I think you're right about that. Um, what else did she say? Mm. <laughs> Some of you may think the more the merrier, though. <laughs> <laughs> I do agree the love interest is possessive in a good way. Yeah. And he doesn't try to control her. He's very No. I want you He's, to be a strong Yeah, your choice. Queen. Um yeah. So great review, Jess. Great book. Are you gonna read the next one, Lacey? Oh yeah, probably. Yeah, me too. I'll read it. Doesn't come out for a while though. It comes out let me see. I think it's like 2023 or 2024 or something like that. It's a while. So next, um, that's it. Anything else we need to add on King of Battle and Blood? No. no. Okay. I mean, I wish I knew who poisoned her, but you know. Yes. We just want some, some questions answered. I feel like they will be answered. Yes. In time. Eventually. Um, Eventually. So great book. Yeah. Next pick is Cameron's pick. And I, Want it because it's going to be in February. So this episode comes out January 25th. So our next episode will be February 8th. So like right before Valentine's Day, right? Mm-hmm. So I've wanted like a love story, but then I was like, mm, I don't want something super cheesy. And then it just like became so obvious to me what I needed to pick. What'd you pick? So in two weeks, we're going to read Reminders of Him by Colleen Hoover. Oh. So I'm excited because this will be your first Colleen Hoover. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this book just came out like a week ago. Oh, so you're and ready. It is on Amazon Kindle Unlimited. And it is available in the UK. And you can get a digital. You can get paperback. Barnes & Noble has it. Target has it. Amazon has Like everyone has it. You're good to go. Reminders of him, Colleen Hoover. I'm nervous because this is your first Colleen Hoover. Was why are you nervous about that? Because you don't think I'm because ready. Because I was ready. It's not that I don't think you're ready. I'm worried. So Colleen does some, tend to write about those stories of you finding yourself, which aren't your favorite. However, she does it in such a brilliant way that you love the characters. You love the story. There's usually some sex in there. I mean, it's a little bit of okay. everything. Okay. Yeah, that's right. So I feel like while it's usually not a thing that you like, I feel like you're still going to enjoy it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and I, I, I swear every book that she has that comes out, she just gets better and better. We'll give it a go. Okay. Good. Yeah. Calling her about two weeks. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Texan. Okay. I don't have any other notes. Anything else you need to talk about? Nope. All right, we'll see you in two weeks with Colleen Hoover. Questions, comments, concerns, suggestions, two bookworms, one podcast at gmail.com. Or on Instagram at two bookworms, one podcast. Bye. Bye. Little, say bye.